0: Thank <laughs> you. to the Walsh's Playbook. This is episode 14 and today we're going to be breaking down all things NBA free agency, all the big trades and how it all went down.
1: Yeah, uh, the episode is going to run a little bit differently to uh, usual, uh, basically because there's just so many things to rattle off. Um, while everyone was focused on, you know, Olympic basketball or, you know, just the Olympics in general, um, there's so many things within the NBA world that might have slipped under the radar. Uh, and, you know, obviously some big major star signings as well, which we'll go into a bit of detail with. But yeah, just so many things like the NBA landscape these days, you know, free agency is such an interesting time. It seems as though half the league is moving. Um, you know, you see players, it's, it's actually quite hard to keep up with players being traded, you know, moving teams, signing in different situations. So basically, we're going to start this episode off by just rattling off all the main things that happened.
0: Yeah, definitely. So um, to get things rolling, a uh, big splash to start a free agency was Lonzo Ball of the Bulls on a four-year, $85 million sign and trade, which sent Garrett Temple, Tor- Thomas Saturansky and a few picks to, to the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh,
1: yeah, and then after that, we had um, Chris Paul re-signing with Phoenix. Um, you know, not much of a surprise there, but at his age... Uh, given a four-year, 120 million dollar contract.
0: Yeah, pretty good. He'll be on. He'll be earning that money when he's four years old. Yeah. So very, very good deal for him. Um, and then for the for the Jazz, they re-signed Mike Conley on a three-year, 72.5 million dollar deal to, to to stay with the Jazz, which is you know, big to keep their core point guard there.
1: Yeah, and then we had Kyle Lowry, uh, sign with a sign and trade with the Miami Heat on a three-year, 90 million dollars. And that was in exchange for Precious Achua and Goran Dragic. And then, you know, staying on tune with the Miami Heat for a second, we had Duncan Robinson re-sign uh, with Miami on a five-year, $90 million contract, uh, which is noteworthy because it's the largest contract ever by an originally undrafted player in the NBA.
0: And then on to the Mavericks, they re-signed Tim Hardaway Jr. on a four-year, $74 million deal. So important to keep um, Luka Doncic's running mate with him. Um, they, they really learned how to play together.
1: And then Evan Fournier signed a four-year, $78 million deal with New York. From after the his, Yeah, yeah. From, from Boston after his impressive campaign uh, for France in the Olympics. Uh, Miami, uh,
0: back into it with Jimmy Butler, re-signing on a four-year, $184 million deal. So you know
1: they're really buying in on keeping that core group together, and then Steph Curry, uh one of the faces of the NBA, re-signed with the Warriors on a four-year, two hundred and fifteen million dollar contract. Uh, unsurprising, you know, uh, the Warriors star franchise player.
0: Um, Trey Young
1: re-signed on a
0: two hundred and seven million dollar deal. So um, you know, their franchise player after a deep Eastern Conference Finals run. Um, important to keep him, him in, him in run.
1: And then we got DeMar DeRozan, uh on a sign and trade, three years, eighty five million. For Thaddeus Young, uh, one first round pick and two second round picks. He signed with the Chicago Bulls.
0: So Chicago's been pretty busy to start the free agency period. Um, then back to Atlanta, John Collins re-signs with the Hawks on a five-year, 125 million, just just shy of the max. But um, yeah, you know, they're keeping the, their two
1: young superstars in Trey Young and John Collins, John Collins together. And then we got Spencer Dimwitty, who's you know a, a big point guard, signed and trade three years, 62 million. For Chandler Hutchinson and Picks. I think he's a really cool addition to any team.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um Julius Randall re-signs with the Knicks on a four-year hundred and seventeen million dollar deal, which will kick into his um his previous deal with the Knicks, which um adds it up to one one sorry, four year hundred and forty million.
1: And he's become quite beloved with New York oh, yeah, um, he, after he, that last season.
0: He loves the team. The city loves him and um they'll be eager to get back into the playoff run after their first um playoff uh after birth in years.
1: Mm. Then we had KD, you know, one of the best players on the planet. He re-signed with the Nets on a four-year, $198 million contract. Uh, they'll be looking to hopefully have a much healthier year and um, get through to, you know, the NBA Finals.
0: And Jarrett Allen, um, prized possession of the Cleveland Cavaliers, um, re-signed with them on a five-year, $100 million deal. Um, one of the, one of the, like, you know, uh, most up-and-coming bigs in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it'll be interesting to see uh, how his career grows.
1: And then uh, big one of the big stories of the off-season, Russell Westbrook was traded to the Lakers for Carl Kuzma, uh, Caldwell Pope, Montrez Harrell, the 22nd pick and two future second round picks. So they Huge obviously yeah. obviously gave up quite a lot for him, but that's Russell Westbrook. You know, he's one of the premier guards in the NBA, has been for a long time.
0: Um, and with the Lakers, they they really had to gut their roster to do that trade. Um, and, you know, they let a few guys go. Uh, so they've had to bring in like a lot of one-year deals. So they brought in Malik Monk, Kent Bazemore, Wayne Ellington, Dwight Howard's back, Carmelo Anthony, has um has united with LeBron James. Um, they've also brought in Trevor Reiser, Kendrick Nunn, and re-signed Talon Horton Tucker to a three-year, thirty-two million dollar deal. So it's it's a lot of fresh faces in LA as they as they get back into the hunt for a championship.
1: Mm-hmm. And then someone who left the Lakers, who was you know quite beloved by the Lakers fan base, was Alex Caruso. He's gone to the Ch- Chicago Bulls as well on a four-year, thirty-seven million.
0: Big deal for him. Um, the Caruso leaves LA. Um, he really built himself up there. So sure. yeah, big fan favorite. Um some more Knicks news. Um after being bought out by the Oklahoma City Thunder, Kemba Walker has signed an 8 million dollar deal with the Knicks. Um you know a, a bit of a bargain. It's a it's a good uh, low risk, high reward deal for them. Um, and they also re-signed their backup, Derek Rose, three years, $43 million deal. In addition to re-signing Noah's Noel on a three-year 30 and Alex Burks on a three-year 30 as well.
1: And then moving into the uh, last year's finals teams, uh, we had you know the Western Conference champs, the Suns re-signed Cameron Payne on a three-year $19 million.
0: Very team-friendly.
1: Uh, yeah, and Alfred Payton as well on a one-year.
0: Um, and to the Bucks, they re-signed Bobby Portis on a two-year $9 million deal. This was pretty interesting because it looked like... Um, you know, Bob has really made a name for himself in the playoffs. And then um, he's re-signed for a team-friendly deal. A player option in the second, which is, you know, most likely means he'll be opting out and hoping to sign a longer deal with the Bucks, um mm-hmm. next year's free agency. Yeah. Um, they And the Bucks also splashed by trading for Grayson Allen. You know, a very versatile defender.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah, so then moving on, uh, PJ Tucker, you know, another member of the Bucks, crucial defender on that team. He signed with the Miami Heat on a two-year $15 million contract. Big addition, yeah. And then to the Utah Jazz, Rudy Gay.
0: They've signed a veteran, Rudy Gay, for a two-year deal, $12.5 million.
1: Uh, and then the Aussie, uh, Aussie hero, who's just returned from his bronze medal campaign. Paddy Mills has signed a two-year deal with the Brooklyn Nets, championship contenders. He'll be a great addition to that bench. Uh, he signed for $12 million. And Miami was uh, retained Victor Oladipo on a one-year deal. Um, he was,
0: you know, heavily injured last season, so it, it's still up in the air whether he's going to be playing this year. Mm-hmm. But a one-year deal, it's good to uh, you know keep him in the fold and hopefully he can come back healthy from that.
1: Yeah, it's sad, uh, Victor Oladipo was um, he was offered a lot more, um, turned it down from from other teams from other positions. I think Indiana was offering him a lot, uh, ended up on a the veterans' minimum contract at the moment, but at least, yeah, he'll be, he'll be having a season with the Heat, looking to bounce back after, you know, like you said, a lot of injuries. Um,
0: and an important thing for the Sixers, they re-signed uh, shooting guard Danny Green, um, especially if Ben Sims is going to be in the fold, that's still that's still a question, but you've got to have the shooters around him and Joe, yeah. Joel Embiid.
1: And then uh, a huge storyline as well for the NBA, Andre Iguodala re-signing with the Golden State Warriors um you know won several championships with them was a finals mvp on that team playing alongside Steph Clay Draymond uh he's and, and KD at times he's going to be huge uh, he's an older guy but he's an absolute veteran and and beloved in that fan base so it's good to have him back
0: yeah it's massive to get him back next to Steph Curry mm-hmm. um very good friends and and uh, have that chemistry which led to championships um and then some Australian news which we talked about about in the Olympics is Jock Landau signed a two year deal with the Spurs. It's gonna be huge for his development to be under pop and I think it's like a the best franchise for him to, you know, grow.
1: Yeah, for sure. Alright, I think that's the main ones, isn't it? Yeah, that's uh there's, all right. there's a lot into it,
0: but that's like the I think the most like franchise altering news cool. that we, we, we just broke down. Alright, we can
1: take a bro we take a breath for a second then. not yeah. with the Woj bombs. I don't know how Woj does it with all that. Yeah, it's sore thumbs. Yeah. Um <laughs> But yeah, so looking at that, you know, um, it's interesting, like I said at the start of the episode, um, the league is, it's, it's really, you know, it all happens so quick, mm-hmm. um, and this is something that didn't used to happen in the NBA, it's more of a recent trend in years, it's become such a player-driven league, uh, you tend to see half the league being shipped around, you know, being moved um, during the off-season, players mm-hmm. signing with new destinations, uh, years ago, that wasn't really the case. It was very, it was minimal movement. You'd always have trades, but it wouldn't be as much and as hard to keep up with. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, it's really interesting seeing the amount of changes that have taken place. Uh, it's going to be, you know, every year is a brand new year. You, you often find with these, you know with these new seasons, uh, the first couple of games, you're still watching a game and go, oh, shit, I didn't realize. Yeah, you that So it was, was on this team. It's weird seeing them in a new jersey.
0: Yeah, it's funny how it all changes. So now me and Trent are going to break down our winners and losers, our combined winners and losers of the um, NBA free, free agency period. Mm-hmm. And um, our first winner we're going to talk about is the Lakers. Yeah. Um, now, what they've, they've completely retooled their roster, as we've talked about. Um, a, a lot of these guys they brought back have have played with the Lakers previously. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are your thoughts as the Lakers fans on as uh, for the for them bringing in such like a veteran squad? I think the average age of the team is 32 33 years yeah, old. Yeah. Um how is that going to work with LeBron and, and Anthony Davis? Yeah,
1: I think you know there's a few things to consider here when you talk about the Lakers. Um First of all, the Lakers, you know, historically, I mean, the Lakers are always going to do well in free agency. I mean, not always, but, you know, a lot of the time you, you can, you know, you're going to be able to sign players because... It's a destination. It's a destination yeah. that people want to be a part of. It's a franchise that people want to be a part of. You know, it's the history of the Lakers. It's the attention that you get as a Laker. Mm-hmm. So people are even willing to take pay cuts to be a part of the Lakers organization and what that brings them, even if it's other endorsements and publicity and all that, you know, being a Laker is a huge thing. Yeah. Um. So you look at these guys, you know, Russell Westbrook, first of all, is the main, the main change that was made. There. They brought him in, had to give up quite a few pieces for him, but I think it's worth it. I think he's gonna be fantastic. Um he in interviews that he's given recently, he said that, you know, it's all about winning now for him. You know, he's more mature. Um, it's about winning, it's about fitting into a role, and you know, it's not about stat padding or, you know, trying to dominate every aspect of the game. Yeah. It's about he said, and I think it was a quote which I thought was showed a lot of maturity from him was my job is to make LeBron James's job easier. Yeah, you know he said that, so he knows that's his role. He's accomplished a lot of things in the NBA, and now he wants to to. Um... He wants to win a ring.
0: Yeah, as you said, he's he's done all of his individual goals. He's you know yeah. an an MVP. He's averaged a triple double for the last four seasons, which mm-hmm. is just, which is just amazing. Yeah. Um. But with that said, they brought in Russell Westwick. not a great three point shooter, and that means that like in free agency, they're going to go looking for a lot of you know shooters. So they brought like bringing guys like Malik Monk, Wayne Ellington, Kent Bazemore is really going to stretch the floor. It's it, they're going to have a few interesting lineups. They're going to chuck out yeah. there. Um, And also important to bring back Dwight Howard as well, just to be behind there for Anthony Davis. Yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah, I think Westbrook. When Westbrook first, uh, when they first announced that, I thought you know it's it's a it's great. It's Westbrook, but it's an interesting fit because you know like you said, you need shooters on the court when you've got. LeBron is a vacuum that sucks in defenses. Westbrook's the same way. You need to be able to space the floor and kick it out to some open shooters. It was funny how um the
0: when the Lakers and Rockets were playing in the playoffs in the bubble, the way the Lakers would defend Westbrook. Yeah. you know they would it give him half four the, steps yeah. off him. Yeah, because yeah.
1: obviously not not a dominant not a uh, dominant three point shooter, but you know has so many good. I think. Uh, Anthony Davis playing off of, you know, LeBron and Westbrook, he can sit in the dunker spot and just, you know, he'll be catching lobs all day, he'll be playing above the rim off these two incredible guards who can play playmake. Uh, and then, you know, Carmelo Anthony is a huge addition. Yeah, it's
0: really cool to get him and LeBron together. Um, yeah. Like,
1: Carmelo, he's
0: shown us the last few years in Portland, he can still play and he's mm-hmm. still like one of the best ISO ISO yeah. scorers in the league, so um, it's really cool to get them together, is so like... Yeah. You know, first legit chance of winning a championship in like a in a, in a while.
1: Yeah, Melo is an all-time great. And, you know, he hasn't... In the last few years, it's a different role that he's adjusted yeah. to. But he's finally, you know, become accustomed to a new role and, and playing a different way. Uh, and, and it's great. You know, he can still dominate from the mid-range. He can stretch the floor and shoot a little bit. Great isolation scorer. Yeah. Um, you know, really, he's going to be great. And he's a great, you know, guy with a lot of wisdom and leadership. Was drafted in the same year as LeBron. So, those two, you know, they go way back and they'll they have a great chemistry. And then, yeah, finally, it was really important that the Lakers spaced the floor with some shooters. Wayne Ellington uh Baysmore, guys like that. That's really cool. I yeah, think yeah. I think they're gonna be I think they're you know one of the winners of free agency. I think yeah a lot of changes so a lot of moving pieces that they need to try figure out really quickly. But when you've got leaders like LeBron, and Anthony, Westbrook, Davis. AD, yeah. Mello, those guys can figure that out really They're quick. gonna sort They've it been out. doing it a long time.
0: Yeah. Um and to our second winner of the offseason, we're gonna to go to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um so the like Chicago, they last season Zach Levine took like another step in in terms of his superstar growth. They also brought in Nikola Vucevic, so two two core pieces. But they this um this offseason they went out and got a really good point guard in Lonzo Ball. Mm-hmm. Um now you and me have been pretty big fans of Lonzo yeah. in, like his whole career. We've been waiting for him to have that super breakout season. And yeah. like last year in New Orleans he did take a step forward, but we're still we're still waiting on that, you know, big, big year. Yeah. And I think it's gonna be this year with the Bulls. Um he's got his running mate, Zach Levine, they're yeah. gonna be an awesome combo. And also brought in Demar Derozan and Alex Caruso. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be an interesting fit, but um, it could be good for Chicago.
1: Yeah, I consider them you know a big winner uh, in this free agency. You know, uh, Lonzo Ball. He I think he's great. I, I think he has huge upside. I've been a fan of him. Uh, I know he, people. He didn't quite live up to people's expectations, but he was. He's always been a, a playmaker and a pass first guy. Incredible passer. You see the kind of full court passes he can throw and the vision he has in the full court and half court. Um, and defensively, great defender. Uh, I think he's a really solid point guard. And I think um, he's just going to complement, you know, if you've got him bringing down the ball and you've got on each wing, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, Two athletes. I mean, Zach Levine's a slam dunk champion. Yeah, yeah. He can run the lane like anyone, and, and, and I can imagine you know Lonzo throwing full court lobs to him on the fast break. Like they, I think they'll be a really really cool back court, and, and I think they're going to be a really good team. And Lonzo's always been like the
0: perfect third star for a team because he, he plays defense. Like he, he he can score the ball, but he's not like you know he's not he's not hunting for shots all the time. Yeah. Like he does he does the right thing. Um, and then they also brought in from San Antonio, DeMar DeRozan. Um, like we know DeMar, he's an all star. He's he's an impact player. Um, this will be like you know his first chance at like being on like a winning team again since Toronto days. He spent his last three years in San Antonio, sort of you know uh, struggling to get into the playoffs and in that mix, so. Um, is it like it's interesting? Demar is not a great three point shooter, so you, like it's the line. that's going to be probably be Lonzo Ball the one, uh, Levine at the two, yeah, DeRozan at the three. Um, will the spacing be there? But um, I think Demar is going to you know have a big season in Chicago and hopefully lead them to, to winning ways.
1: Yeah, and, and you have to keep in mind in framing them as one of the winners of the uh, of the off season, you know, thus far. Um they only lost Daniel Theis, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's all that's all they lost in all that and they've been able to pick up quite a bit. And Caruso's big off the bench. He um, is, once
0: yeah. you once you've got Lonzo pressuring you full court and and, and being that impact play, impact playmaker. Yeah. With um with a guy like Caruso coming off the bench, we saw what he did in LA. He was that energy guy. He yeah. he provides he provides hustle. He yeah. provi- he the, the the dunks really get the team hyped. Uh, yeah, these
1: are two, you know, athletic big point guards. A lot of these guys, you just look at those guys, you feel those spots, you know, like Levine, Lonzo, um, DeRozan, and and now Caruso as well off the bench just four guys who are you know they're tall like they're not small guards they they're athletic they can get out and run i think they're going to they're going to want to push the ball and run and lonzo is the perfect point guard to play that style of basketball
0: yeah without a doubt um and then on to our third winner of the NBA free agency period the Miami Heat mm-hmm. um they went out and got their point guard he's 36 but um that that's like that's no shot on him he's he's still like an all-star level point guard yeah. um he raises the level for them um, but like there was a lot of he- there was a lot of like heat on let's um, funny say heat on Miami um, mm-hmm. in last season because like after their bubble year where they made the finals they sort of took like a pretty big step back they weren't the same team all year and that's due to injuries yeah but they getting Kyle Lowry keeping the core of you know, Bam Adebayo, um, Jimmy Butler, and Duncan Robinson and Tyler yeah. Harrow together. They're, and and, and I think one of their biggest additions was getting PJ Tucker as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, yeah, that's going to that's gonna work, you know, big for them.
1: Yeah, they've got a team full of, you know, defensive hustlers. they got, you know, Jimmy Butler. You know, these are all guys who are tough. Yeah. Like Kyle Lowry's a great defensive point guard. He's tough. You know, he'll, he'll play dog defense. you got Jimmy Butler's the same. PJ Tucker's the same. Uh, you know, Bam in the, at the center position. This is re- going to be a really good defensive team. Um, they're all, you know, they're all going to grind out for for Miami, and and that's the style that you know works really well in Miami. Um, and then you've still you've kept your two shooters, the two young shooters who are looking to you know re break out again after the after a really profess prefe- a really impressive performance yeah, in the yeah, bubble. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, you know Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero, two great spot up shooters. Uh, and and uh, Eric
0: Spolscher is going to get this team working the right way to, to yeah. get back to an Eastern Conference Finals and hopefully maybe a Finals berth as well. Yeah,
1: well, and he'll do, he'll do the best. While, while this lineup looks like they might be limited in shooting in regards to, you know, some of those key guys aren't all shooters... He will. He's a coach that can bring you know draw up looks for the shooters, uh, Hero and Robinson to get great looks. He'll draw those looks up. He'll initiate offense that creates that sort of stuff. So I don't think there's going to be a big problem there. Yeah. Um. I one thing with Miami as well. They they lost Trevor Ariza, and I forgot to mention this with the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers picked up Trevor Ariza. My boy's back. Um, that, that's awesome. That's home for Last him. Last with the team so, was
0: it two thousand nine, two thousand ten? Yeah, I think was it's was, yeah, yeah. He was he was
1: won a championship with them in oh nine. Um. He was a huge part of that and, you know, played alongside Kobe Powell. He was a really, really good role player for that team. Uh, He's obviously a lot older now, but I, I will take a Trevor Ariza any day. I think he's a really, really good player. Um, really savvy veteran guy, can, can do a little bit of everything. Yeah, it definitely looks like there could be a shake-up
0: in the East, two of the teams we talked about as winners were Chicago and Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like the, the Bucks are still going to be there. They're defending champs, and I, I still think they're going to be back in the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Um, could be up against Miami. It was really important for Miami to steal away. P.J. Tucker, Yeah. Um, perfect guy on that team because he's not going to yeah. need too many shots. He, he, he plays his defense, and like we saw how scrappy and, and how good he was in the NBA Finals.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the bucks. yeah, you speak of the bucks. Like, you know, they gained George Hill, Rodney Hood, Grayson Allen. Yeah. Uh, you know, they got a couple pieces, but yeah, losing PJ Tuck is big. They haven't... You know, when you look at that, their their how their team's set up, it hasn't changed dramatically. I mean, not that you need to when you win a championship. You know, yeah. you, you, you win a championship, you kind of don't want to change too much. Yeah, yeah, you want to keep um, those core cool guys together. So, you know, it's good. that I guess it was a, it was a success for them to keep their main guys together, yeah. uh, apart from P.J. Tucker, which is a bit of a loss.
0: Yeah, definitely. And now we're going to move on to our losers of the um, NBA free agency period. Um, I'm going to start with the Pelicans, and we talked about them earlier in Trading Away Lonzo Ball. Um, it's very interesting because it's been said that Zion Williamson loves playing with Lonzo Ball. He's like the perfect point guard well, next yeah, to him. Yeah, he is. Yeah. he's he, like you need a playmaker next to Lonzo, so next to Zion Williamson. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, no, it's 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 abysmal that they did. They weren't that interested in re-signing him because the what they brought in was they brought in Jonas Valanciunas, like a, a solid big Thomas Sadoransky, and their their new point guard. It looks like will be Devontae Graham. Now mm. Devontae Graham's a good player. He's a he's a scoring point point guard, but he's not known for his playmaking yeah. ability. Yeah. So. Pelicans, I think, took a step back because they had that core group of guys um, together, and yeah, interesting to see like how they're going to go now.
1: Yeah, it is interesting. Um, you said it right. Like Alonzo's the perfect point guard to play alongside with Zion Ingram as well, and Ingram yeah. uh, to you know scorers and Zion, you know, getting above the rim. Um, I don't know. People this flew under a, a, the radar a lot, but you look at the kind of connection that. Um, that uh, Zion and um, and Lonzo had throughout this like the their time playing together. Some of the full court passes and stuff is incredible. Amazing. When you actually watch it back, these highlights get overlooked because it's such a highlight fueled league these days. There's so many things going on that you often miss things. But actually, I watched a clip the other day of some of the best um, Zion Williamson and Lonzo Ball moments, and like their chemistry was fantastic. You can see they're two pieces that really you know fit well together. Um, yeah, we'll see Devontae Graham, less of a pass first, you know, um, mm-hmm. playmaking point guard. I mean, he can score the ball like good player. But yeah, we'll see how that um how that works with there's, that team. Yeah,
0: there's gonna be a bit of a mix with the Pelicans. They they fired head coach um Stan Van Gundy mm-hmm. um like and you hear you hear rumors that the you know, Zion like we knew when he was coming into the NBA he wanted to go to like sort of a big market team like New York yeah um going to the Pelicans was a bit different like uh, you you want to keep your superstar happy while he's under contract with you yeah um so you like hopefully it works out for them hopefully they're able to get the right pieces around Zion and Ingram to keep to keep those two the yeah. two stars happy
1: yeah for sure. Uh, and then you know, looking at our next one of one of our losers from the um from the free agency, uh, the Los Angeles Clippers.
0: Yeah, they had um a pretty a pretty like you know uh, boring free agency. They yeah. they re- they signed Justin's Justice Winslow, um, who's you know sort of been in and out of the league the last few years. Um, hasn't been able to get much traction on his career. Yeah, and re-signed Reggie Jackson, which is good because he's like good buddies with um with Kawhi Lennon and, and
1: and uh Paul George but yeah,
0: yeah a bit of a boring a boring offseason for the Clippers. Yeah and
1: why, the reason why we call them a loser in this I mean it doesn't look like they they didn't lose an awful lot. Yeah, they haven't yeah, yeah. really changed a lot but that's the problem I I think they haven't really changed a lot. They haven't tried to get better whilst other teams you look at their you know LA counterpart the Lakers have completely changed. They completely yeah. revamped and it looks as though they've improved. I mean we yet to know obviously but it looks as though they've improved, you know adding someone like Russell Westbrook and those pieces around them. Um, the Clippers didn't do a lot, you know. They've got the same guys, but it, like those guys have had limited success. You know, they haven't they haven't really been, um, you know, they haven't been doing such a great job thus far uh, in, in regards to meeting people's expectations. And I think you needed a few changes to, in order to elevate them. You know, whilst Kawhi Leonard's still there as well, you never know how long he's gonna stay.
0: And also he's um he was injured for the like the playoffs um, for the Clippers and it's not known how soon he'll be back for the Clippers this season. It looks like he's gonna miss the start of the year. Yeah. Um and, and we as we've seen in the past, Kawhi Leonard likes to be very careful with his health. Yeah. Um so yeah, no, like it's it's interesting to see what they're gonna be doing and whether they're gonna be back at the top level in the in the West. Yeah, it's
1: just cause these you know, these guys, we look back two years ago, people were saying they were the championship. Favorites, you know, they were they were the favorites. They were the title favorites. Remember and, when Pat uh, Bev said um, the league's mine for the next five years yeah, when they got def- Paul very, and Paul, yeah. Paul George, and and Pat Bev is,
0: um, you know, yeah. hasn't, hasn't worked out well for him. Yeah,
1: I mean, they, you know, they everyone was talking high, speaking highly of the Clippers, uh, and you know, they're a good team, obviously, and keeping their core guys is is good. But um, you know, no real changes made there to try elevate their their success.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. Um, and to our third loser of the offseason, it's not a team, but no. uh, we're gonna go on a specific player, Dennis
1: Schroeder. Yeah, a, he had a really tough break. Um, you know, poor Dennis, he was leaving the Lakers. Um, so he was adamant. You know, a lot of a lot of um, uh, you know, there seems like there's a bit of ego involved with him. Uh, when he was playing in LA, you know, firstly he was saying he would not come off the bench. He was like, "No, I'm not a sixth I'm man. A starting, I'm a starting yeah, point yeah. guard." Mm-hmm. Which you know he deserves the right. I mean, he's he's been a good player um in recent years, but um you get that sense of you know a bit of ego, a bit of you know he's got a chip on his shoulder. He wants to prove that he is more established than people think he is. So there was that going on, and then that's that was re evident in uh, when it comes to this offseason. He was offered uh, was it 84 million? For yeah, the he was Lakers? offered this
0: earlier in the year. I think yeah. only a couple months ma- yeah. only a couple months into the season, they, they were happy yeah. to lock him up. Yes. A yeah. four-year, eighty-four million dollar yeah. deal.
1: Yeah. Uh, which they which he turned down. He didn't want that because he said he deserved a hundred million plus. He wanted a one hundred million dollar contract. Um, so that's what he went with. He said, no, I'm not taking eighty-four million. Uh, and then what's what's happened in the in the end? Um, so he
0: has ended up like the all free agency all dries up in about three days because everyone's signed everywhere. All the deals have been sorted out. So it's very like v- a few teams had much much um much money left to give out. Um, so Dennis Schroeder ended up not getting any multi year deal. He signed a one year five point nine million dollar yep. deal with the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a one year prove it deal. Um it, he's not in the Celtics future plans. Uh they they added him cuz like he is a he is a you know a solid NBA player. Yeah, of course. Um and and he he could possibly be a starter but he's he, I think he's more suited for that six man role. He's going to have to you know give it all this year really really help the Celtics on and off the court in in, in you know elevating in the east and it'll be yeah. it, it interesting to see how he goes. Yeah. Um but as we said like he wants to be a starting guard. I'm gonna take it back to when he was in Atlanta. Um, they traded away Jeff Teague, and they said Dennis Schroeder, like, here's the keys of the offense. You can run it, and yeah, and Atlanta went down, and now he's gone to the, and then he, like uh, after a, a trip in Oklahoma City, he went to the Lakers and wanted to be you know their starting guard. Might not be for him. Yeah, you know, it might be a six man role, and and what I liked is what I heard about when, when he's come to the Celtics is he's um he hasn't he's come to there knowing that it's not guaranteed a starting role. Uh-huh. Uh, it could be a six man role. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with him.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, apparently he was in a, shade of, a state of shock as yeah. well, I've heard. Uh, you know, turning down at $1.84 million and now he's being paid $5 point mil, nine million uh, to, to be in Boston. So It's a bargain. Tough. It's a bargain for yeah. Boston. It could work out well yeah. for them.
0: Um, they had like a pretty, you know, uh, an all right NBA offseason. They, they yeah. added more NBA-ready talent, which is like I'm, I'm excited about. They brought back Al Horford, uh, Enos Kanter, brought in Josh Richardson from Dallas, Dennis Schroeder, and Chris Dunn. So they got like a, some more any NBA ready players but they sort of, the the Celtics everyone was like pretty hard on the Celtics not spending their money in free agency Um, there is a plan they want to keep cap space ready for next year's free agency when Bradley Bill's going to be free agent it's been he's been heavily linked to Boston he's best friends with Jason Tatum so um I like that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting to mm-hmm. see how that all works out. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah poor 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 Yeah, I mean <laughs> poor
1: guy. He left my Lakers and joined your Celtics in the put it that way. So yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll definitely see how it
0: goes. But yeah. like um as we were talking about NBA free agency is just crazy. We've seen so many so many moves around. And if I, I just want to add one more loser to the to the list. Um and it's a team I've been pretty surprised with their off season moves. The Philadelphia 76ers. Now um, Andre Andre Drummond was um, with the Lakers for a time being, and he, and he wasn't able to really you know impact them in, in a great way, and he ended up losing a lot of Mets towards the end of the playoffs. He's now signed with the Philadelphia Sixers, where he's going to be behind Joel Embiid. He's not going to mm. get any game time. Yeah, I I, 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 don't, I don't really understand the decision.
1: Yeah, uh, that's going to be yeah it'll be a tough one for him in terms of minutes. Uh, the Sixers are an interesting one to keep an eye on as well with Ben Simmons, yep. who is apparently unresponsive to any any um, communication from that team at the moment. So you know. Obviously, you know, weird terms at the moment between them and their and their, star, their star point guard at the moment where you get to see what's going to happen with him. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's one to keep an eye on and one that will probably keep you updated on as, as the situation develops. And with that said, we hope you guys enjoyed our free agency special today. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of numbers. It's a lot coming at you.
0: And um, it'll be interesting to see how the whole NBA landscape settles when when we get into training camp and we get into the season. But... Yeah,
1: I think this was just a good point, you know, following on from the Olympics to go right uh, refocus on some NBA stuff and just rattle off a few main things that have happened uh not everything was there because we'd be talking for hours if we spoke on absolutely yeah. everything that had happened but uh, that's a lot of the main stuff hopefully that kept you guys informed updated you on know, a few things you might not have uh you, that you might have missed and uh we're going to take a little bit of break now in terms of episodes and just a quick heads up that our next episode will be uh 24th of the 8th and it'll be about the mamba
0: yeah, Kobe Bryant. We can't wait. This has been an episode that's been in the works, and I know Trent is just absolutely excited to get this yeah. one, get this one going. Yeah,
1: I'm really keen for this. Um, so we we'll, we'll be working on that over the next, you know, up two weeks, I guess, and that'll be released on Mamba Day. Um, no better timing. So we'll see you guys for that one.
0: Yeah, keep an eye out. Take care.